Firmum est cor meo, my heart is steadfast. This is the motto uh, of the seminary in Rome, which I attended and was trained as a young priest. Um, I think the hope of that motto is that every young man who enters the seminary will leave with his heart rooted in the Lord, will have that firmness of heart in, in Christ. Each of us needs to have a steadfast heart to withstand the trials that we face in our lives. There are many things that we all come up against at different times, at different places in our journey with the Lord. There's ways in which we all experience tension between following the Lord and following the world and different ways in which we experience that. And this is what I desire for, for our parishes, that it would be a place where we can come, where our hearts can become steadfast in the Lord, that there can be this growth and this foundation and putting roots into our relationship with Jesus and his church. Otherwise, if we don't do that, right, there's, we're going to be swept away by all the things that we see around us, all the unsettling things that are happening in our culture, in our world, um, even in our personal lives at times. We need that foundation. And I think this is what Jesus is talking about today. Jesus' words are meant to be unsettling, to be maybe even disturbing a little bit, shaking us up. In this moment, the disciples were secure, right? They kind of had hopes that everything was going to be grand and wonderful. We have Jesus now. He's going he's to conquer the world for us. Uh, but he's warning them that this will not always be the case. That we shouldn't have that, uh, that sense that everything is just going to go our way. There are times coming when we will all know everything that we know will be upended. And he kind of paints a, a grim picture, one of where his followers are going to be imprisoned, suffer, in some cases that they're going to be put to death. Not a pleasant prospect. And then he ends by saying, by your perseverance, you will secure your lives. Well, good. Persevere then, huh? Uh, if we look at the early church, this is what they actually kind of went through. This is, in fact, their reality. They did suffer and die for the sake of Jesus' name. Yet they did so willingly. They were happy to do what God was asking of them. The work that they were doing was sharing the good news, giving their testimony of their lives, of what they hoped in, the salvation which Jesus promised. And over the centuries, Christianity has kind of ebbed and grown and, and shrunk according to different things going on in the world. But I do think that we are entering a time where there is going to be more struggles for us. It's going to be a difficult challenge to stay rooted in Christ. Our numbers are fewer. Our worldly power, if we ever had any, is diminished. Um, the credibility of the church, I would say, is pretty low right now. So there's, there's lots of ways in which we could look at the current situation, kind of compared to the early church, where there's a need to kind of start over and not kind of uh, hold on to or recognize past glories or past things that have kind of gotten us to where we are, we just kind of have to say, we're kind of starting at ground zero and have to rebuild, have to rededicate ourselves to winning people over, not by some past thing, but by what we are right now, what Jesus is calling us to do right now. There's an essay that was put out by the University of Mary, which is a Catholic university in Bismarck. Uh, the essay is called, From Christendom to Apostolic Mission. I've talked about this before, but it makes the point that we are in an apostolic age once again. I tend to agree with its premise, which is to say what we have been doing 
up to this point in the last centuries as a church to grow and share the faith, to evangelize the culture, our methods are no longer working as they once did. And so we need to think it on a different way. We need to go back to apostolic mindset where we, in a sense, are starting over from the beginning. One where we don't seek to maintain our current structures, but rather we focus on primarily sharing the good news of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ. This task must be one that we put everything we have into it. And everyday life as a community must be kind of uh, soaked in this idea of sharing the gospel with the world around us. The perseverance that Jesus speaks of is needed for us now, I would say, for sure. We can spend our time lamenting about what once was, or what no longer is, or what will not be in the future, or we can begin working to understand how has the Holy Spirit invited us as individuals, as people of faith, how has he invited us to live with him, to follow him, to kind of reinvent the, the, the whole idea of how to follow and be a follower of Jesus. I think that's something he's calling us to individually. He's calling us to do that uh, as, a, as a parish, as a diocese, as a universal church. The Holy Spirit wants to grow the church. He wants to grow us closer to him and build us up. But do we have that awareness that he's calling us to that? I think as Christians, we are heading into rough waters, times when persecutions may increase, when our institutions may be collapsing around us. But I don't think we need to worry. We don't need to be afraid, which seems a little strange to say. We don't need to be concerned about these things. If we can get in tune with what Jesus says today, if we can be focused on the mission of what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do, then all will be well with regards to our salvation. So let's not panic when things are challenging, when we see uh, an uphill battle before us. Let's not be worried when we say, gosh, is there anybody else that's concerned about these things? I look around and I don't see anybody that seems to be intentionally seeking the Lord in my life. If we feel kind of isolated at times, don't let that be a discouragement to you. Let's not be overly concerned with those moments where we can feel powerless or hemmed in by the culture around us. Rather, let's seek out what the Lord is asking us to do, what God has in mind for us, because he's got a plan, right? There's a way in which we can plug into that plan and flourish under these circumstances even. Uh, if you remember the passage where Jesus is riding in the boat with the, with the apostles, and they're out on the lake of uh, the Sea of Galilee, and they're in that storm, and there's that moment when they're all kind of like, what is Jesus doing? He's asleep in the front of the boat. Wake that guy up and help, have him save us, right? There's that moment where they're kind of panicking. They're worried. Uh, but what does Jesus do? He wakes up and calms the storm. So we, I think, we can have that confidence. Jesus is in the boat with us. Though the storm is going to rage, we shouldn't be afraid. Even if we find ourselves in these apocalyptic times, like end times sort of thing, where people are always trying to predict when is the end coming? All these things are happening. The end must be close. You kind of hear people say those kinds of things at times. Uh, even should all the very foundations of our society come crashing down, we can rest secure in the Lord, right? The Lord is the foundation that we can build upon. The truth is, we have something to offer the culture. We have something to offer the world. Our faith is something that we can share that is important, uh, not only for ourselves, but for the world around us. It's something to... Uh, figure out how do we 
How do we tap into this awareness that God is calling us, he's calling you and I, to be an instrument of salvation? That's what the church is, after all. It's the, the sacrament of salvation for the world, by which Jesus comes and is present in the world and saves us. We have a great work to do, as St. Paul today encourages us to go about our, our work uh, busily, keeping busy, not being busy bodies. I, I thought that part was pretty funny when he was talking about that. But he, he kind of hones in on like, be about your work. Don't be worried about other things. Don't be trying to cause problems. But let's, let's be intentional about what is the Lord asking me to do? How do I participate in the life of the church? How do I share the life that God is calling me to live? So let our hearts be steadfast. Let our hearts be steadfast in the Lord. Now is the time to put down those roots. Now is the time for us to become more oriented and attuned to our personal task, our personal mission, which God is calling us to. So that when the storm comes, we're not going to be scrambling about or stumbling about, but that we're going to be rooted in the Lord and ready to ride out the storm when Jesus is there guiding us and showing us where we need to be in the moment. So let's ask for that steadfastness that the Lord can give us.